Good morning, good afternoon, or good evening. Today is Thursday, June 1st, and you are listening to Rocket City Lift. everyone. Welcome to Rocket City Lift. I'm Tara Bulger. And I'm Brett Goodman. And we come to you and try to bring a bit of a spiritual lift to your day. Brett, how are you today? I'm doing great. I'm doing great because uh, we haven't hit full summer here in Huntsville. And this is like the one month when it's just delightful it's to glorious. live here. It's just the weather is beautiful everything's blooming Mm -hmm. i put flowers in my yard which they're called like impatience or something like that which i didn't realize and they've just exploded and so i've just enjoyed looking at those every single morning brought evie out there to hold her see see if she could see some contrast with the Mm -hmm. uh with with the colors uh and so yeah we go on walks every day to to get out of the house and it's just delightful it's a little you know I'm trying to just be in the moment and enjoy it because I know that pain and scorching heat is coming here and <laughs> so, uh, that this that this shall not last, but I'm just trying to soak it in and enjoy it as it is. Uh, but yeah, that, I'm doing well. How about you? Yeah. Um, I'm good. I, um, I'm good. Just doing my thing, I guess. Uh, looking forward to the summer because of some trips we've got planned. For me, I think I see the Holy Spirit in two places. One is similar to yours in that I start every morning on my back porch, unless it's just, you know, raining out or whatever. Mm -hmm. And my dogs are like fooling around in the yard and I just sit out there and kind of watch the sunrise and it's just beautiful. And so I really love that. I purposely don't take my phone, although I have to be intentional about that. (laughs) But just to sit on the back porch for a good 15 or 20 minutes with a cup of tea and watch the sun is a great thing. And then the other one is, this is going to sound so random, but sometime in the past week or so, Brian and I, one of us made a joke and it cracked the other one up so hard that we just, we couldn't stop. We were like high five in each other. We just, we made each other laugh so hard. And I think that delight is always, it's always, delight is always of the Holy Spirit, I feel like. And Uh so just kind of, sometimes I sit back and think that like, there's this person who's my best friend and I got to marry him. I think that's just incredible. So there's your sappy moment. Um, I'm up most mornings at 435 and, and, and it's this, a very holy moment where I sit with Evie, I hold her or feed her or, mm-hmm. um, or just watch her sleep in the front room. So she, Allie doesn't have to listen to her grunt and, mm-hmm. and roll around. And I've thought several times like, is this what Tara sees every morning when the yes. sunrise comes yes, up? Yes, it is. <laughs> I've thought that several times. Uh-huh. I'm like, oh my gosh, this is what it's like to, to exist at this time of the morning. You know, it's funny. <laughs> I, one of the most holy moments I can remember of my life is when um, Ryan was an infant. And I would be up at night with her, rocking her, um, because she trained me well. <laughs> and I can remember thinking, the people I love most in the world are in this house, mm. asleep and safe. Mm. And it just felt like the most holy moment ever. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's when uh, several times when when Evelyn's freaking out, you know, I'll just be like, uh, "You're safe and cared for," and she doesn't really care. She just wants 
milk, but mm-hmm. I'm, just, mm-hmm. I'm reminding her. Yeah. Uh, and she's like, that's not really, I don't care about that right yes. now. Or, You're safe and provided for. Uh, and she's like, not yet. It uh, doesn't feel like doesn't it, buddy. Like it. I'm freaking out. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but <laughs> let, let us pray and then we'll get to our scripture. <laughs> Holy Spirit, we thank you that you are alive and working in the world. The fire of your passion, the fire of your power is here upon us. May we never minimize the reality of you in the world. May we never forget that you are working in our lives and in the world. And may we be confident knowing that your spirit rests on us and indwells, making a permanent home within us. We pray this all in your name. Amen. Amen. Our passage today is from the 8th chapter of the book of Romans, verses 26 through 39. Likewise, the Spirit helps us in our weakness, for we do not know how to pray as we ought, but that very Spirit intercedes with sighs too deep for words. And God, who searches the heart, knows what is the mind of the Spirit, because the Spirit intercedes for the saints according to the will of God. We know that all things work together for good for those who love God, who are called according to his purpose. What then are we to say about these things? If God is for us, who is against us? He who did not withhold his own son, but gave him up for all of us, will he not with him also give us everything else? Who will bring any charge against God's elect? It is God who justifies. Who is to condemn? It is Christ Jesus who died, yes, who was raised, who is at the right hand of God, who indeed intercedes for us. Who will separate us from the love of Christ? Will hardship or distress or persecution or famine or nakedness or peril or sword? As it is written, for your sake we are being killed all day long. We are accounted as sheep to be slaughtered. No, in all these things we are more than conquerors through him who loved us. For I am convinced that neither death nor life, nor angels nor rulers, nor things present nor things to come, nor powers nor height nor depth, nor anything else in all creation will be able to separate us from the love of God in Christ Jesus our Lord. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks Thanks be be to to God. God. Tara, this passage is paired with the story from Acts about the Holy Spirit descending on Pentecost. What does this passage, our our Romans passage and our Acts passage, what does it tell us about the Holy Spirit and the church? Why have we read this on Pentecost? Why do we only have read on this one day (laughs) minus ordination? That's right. I better make sure I can find my stole. Uh, Red is the color of fire. And the story from Acts is the story of um, the Holy Spirit coming upon the church. It says that the Holy Spirit looked like tongues of divided fire over each person. And the really beautiful thing about the story from the books of a book of Acts is that it says everyone could understand one another in their own language. And the scholar Willie James Jennings says it even more beautifully. He says it's not just that they're speaking in their mother tongue; they're also speaking in like their dialect and their accent. You know, it, it's 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 home language mm-hmm. that each of them understands. Mm-hmm. And so we have this in the book of Acts story of the Holy Spirit coming upon the church and the Holy Spirit, God's very spirit, the spirit of Christ 
begins to work in and among the church, edifying the church and edifying believers. And I paired it with this passage because this gives us, I think, a really tangible view of what the Spirit does because that word intercedes is used over and over again. And I like it because it's the idea that we will make a million mistakes, but the Holy Spirit is there interceding for us. Mm -hmm. And that through flawed humanity, through the flawed church, um, the kingdom will come, um, that goodness will be done. And so this idea of what the spirit is here and that last part about, you know, what more are we to say about such things? You know, it's really because of the Holy Spirit that we are so united with Christ, um, that we understand who Christ is and, um, and what Christ has done and what will come. And so that's why we put these two passages together. What do you think about Pentecost and the spirit? I think it's pretty great. I'm ten big out fan. of ten would recommend. Big, big fan. <laughs> <laughs> Google five stars. Um, uh, speaking of which, I love to read Google reviews. Oh my I gosh, think so, so... I like reading Amazon reviews. Some of them are hilarious. <laughs> so funny. Um, but to the spirit of God, um, yeah, I think it's lovely that you've painted these two passages because we have what Paul is is giving us. The, a theology of the spirit. What does the spirit do? How does the spirit work? Um, how can we understand the spirit? Um, and for our class that has gone through Romans, I think sometimes we read Romans with glassy eyes, uh, even though there, because there's great depth and there is uh, wonderful arguments. Uh, sometimes it's hard to conceptualize and to grasp. And so, I mean, the thesis of Acts is the working out of the spirit in the mm-hmm. world uh, in that specific community. And, and so we have a tangible look at what it means for the spirit to intercede. Um, that in that in the uh, difficulty of living in a metropolitan area of people who speak different languages, of people who are in diaspora, who are far away from home, mm-hmm. uh, that the spirit intercedes and in that weakness, uh, the Spirit intercedes and brings about uh, new life when we have sighs too deep for words. Uh, when we are feeling far from home, the Spirit gives us language to pray to God in the most familiar of language. Uh, when we feel that we have been so far separated from God because of our sin because of our apathy because of things that have happened because of our misunderstanding uh, that we can come to god and the spirit will intercede and we will be given words to speak to god and in the most basic and pure of language Mm -hmm. and the most vulnerable of heart uh the spirit gives us the power to approach god in that way Uh, and and in that we become new creations. When we when we experience God, uh, it's the prayer at the end of communion, we cannot remain the same. No. Um, and so uh, the Spirit gives us the ability and the confidence and the power to, to go and do that. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, uh, yeah, man, love the, love the Spirit of God. Yeah, and I, you know, Paul wrote this to the churches in Rome, I think in particular because they were facing such difficulty at that time. Mm-hmm. Um, persecutions were on the rise. They, you know, didn't know who they were really in the sense of 
uh, you know, Jewish part of that community, an offshoot of it or not. But this made me think too of, are you familiar with Phyllis Tickle's The Great Emergence? Mm-hmm. So the idea for those who are listening is that every 500 years, um, particularly in the church is what she's writing about, there's this incredible upheaval. So 500 years ago was the Reformation. Make sure I got this right. 500 years before that was the Great Schism. Mm-hmm. 500 years before that would have been the fall of Rome. Mm-hmm. And 500 years before that would have been the birth of Jesus. And that each of these times, there is such upheaval and such a change, and yet the Spirit will birth something new. And, you know, for us today, there's all of this talk about how the church is dying, right? Mainline denominations are dying. Not as many people are coming to church. Blah, 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 blah. Um, But for me, it's important to remember that the Holy Spirit is still at work. You know, trends don't determine what the Holy Spirit does. Mm -hmm. Um, Church attendance, uh, the Holy Spirit does not, you know, need a certain mass number of people. The Holy Spirit is still at work. Mm -hmm. And so if this is a great transition, we are a people who believe God brings life out of death. So, you know, maybe don't worry so much. Maybe (laughs) take the anxiety down a little bit. Yeah, and and in that same, uh, you know, uh, vein, Global Christianity is on the rise. Uh, yes. even, even if you know, if 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 yes, if I'm speaking here, strictly yeah. of the states. Yes, uh-huh. and and we are, um, and and people from different cultures and different tongues are bringing a new lens to look at God that uh, Anglo-Saxon Americans have haven't we haven't had the capacity we haven't, and so right. we are learning new things about God uh, from uh, from Asian uh, And would it be so terrible to have a church that wasn't dominated by the Western (laughs) world? I don't think so. It might be beautiful. Yeah, so we're in this wonderful time where where I've learned uh, uh, things in the past 10 years that uh, weren't even in books 15 years ago, you know? And so uh, the spirit is constantly renewing. and, And I think... Uh, as you talked about, you know, this period where we're at right now of technology and COVID mm-hmm. <laughs> and there's all and the, all these things and globalization, all these things are kind of mixing together. Um, and there is a, there is the spirit of God at work. Uh, if we have eyes to see and ears, mm-hmm. uh, to hear and hearts that are open, yeah. if it's different than what we've seen before. Uh, Pentecost was a wholly unique moment mm-hmm. um uh, it had never been seen before it'd be really easy to brush aside of like that was you know a weird <laughs> they're just drunk you know yeah yeah, <laughs> um, uh, yeah. Uh, but but do we have uh, are we willing to be challenged um that that people that we didn't think uh were formally people who were leaders um right. are leading uh, yeah and in different ways than how we would mm-hmm. um yeah what do you think what do you think about how the spirit's working today You know, I think that the widening of who gets to lead church is always the work of the Spirit. I don't think the Holy Spirit is interested in narrowing that. So I think that's a really beautiful thing. Um, I think that I, you know, one of the beauties of serving in a church community is I get to see the Holy Spirit at work a lot. I get to see it in the way our people care for each other, the way they love one another, even the way they're challenged by one another and can move their way through that and still be community is so beautiful. So, you know, this passage gives me a lot of hope because it reminds me that, like you said, it wasn't a one-time event. The Holy Spirit is still interceding and working for the good of the church and for Christians everywhere. And that just gives me a whole lot of hope. Yeah, which I need. Me too. <laughs> me too. 
We'll end with a quote from Henry Blackaby who has written, Will God ever ask you to do something you're not able to do? The answer is yes, all the time. It must be that way for God's glory and kingdom. If we function according to our ability alone, we get the glory. If we function according to the power of the Spirit within us, God gets the glory. He wants to reveal himself to a watching world. Mm-hmm. May we always remember that. Mm-hmm. Thank you all for being with us. We'll be back again next week. Now may each of you go out to love and to serve, to be well, to care for yourselves and others, knowing that the grace and love of God is ever upon you. Amen. Amen.